Hi guys and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. Out with me, your host Martin. Um, today I'm gonna I'm gonna cover a subject that, as you know, I like to do subjects that aren't really mentioned very often. I'll often cover um, subjects and topics that maybe I've never actually heard discussed uh, much by other traders. And today is going to be one of those days, and it's. I guess this podcast is going to be a little bit more of a somber one, a little bit more of a serious one. I mean, I kind of, I like to think all my podcasts are fairly serious, um, but often they'll have kind of a jokey tone to them as well. Um, but but with this subject, it's so important that we take it seriously. Um, and the subject I'm going to be talking about today is kind of the whole the whole issue around gambling aware. You know, the fact that as much as the way and the style we trade doesn't feel like gambling, the fact that technically it will always still be classed as gambling. And I kind of I kind of want to talk a bit about my experiences of gambling. I want to talk a bit about what to be aware of, um, the signs to look out for, and when actually, you know, if this is if this is an issue for you. Um, when actually it is time to go, you know what, enough is enough. Because I think one of the things I've noticed is that obviously a lot of a lot of other people in our space who who try and, you know, copy what we do or who who try and give advice themselves, they don't cover this subject. They don't talk about the issues that can arise uh, with betting. And I think it's a really important subject to cover. Now, with myself, Ryan and Adam, we're in fortunate position because we do this for a living. We trade on Betfair for a living. So actually, you know, if we tell someone who's a, who's a problem gambler to stop gambling, to stop trading, that doesn't hurt us. You know, we maybe we don't get as many sales on Betfair trading community. But what's more important is that we make a living out of trading. So we can actually just be open and honest about all this stuff in a way that, again, I've never heard other traders talk about other, pro- you know, I've never heard them even really approach the topic, which is concerning to me um, because there are some fundamentals that I think you have to follow if you do trade and if you are going to do trading for a living. And I think it's really important to be aware of what some of the issues are, what some of the warning signs are with your trading. Um, And because for me personally, I've always, the intention of Betfair Trading Community will always be to help people, okay? That will always be the core reason I do what I do. And in that respect, I'm much more interested in helping people. So... I'll help people to learn to trade. I'll help people become pro traders if that's what they want to do. But I'll also help people who I see they have issues or I see that maybe trading's not for them. And often I've told people and I've had conversation with people and I've just said, hey, look, are you sure this is what you want to do? Are you sure this is for you? You know, are these challenges you can overcome? Because a lot of the time when there's issues around gambling, when there's issues around around betting and things like that, it's a mentality issue, right? It's that the person has maybe become addicted um, and it's become an unhealthy thing. And that's that's always an issue. That's always going to be a problem. And that's always something where I'm going to say, look, 
if that is you, if you feel like you're in that situation, you need to take a step back and you need to think about whether this is right for you, whether this is something that's healthy for you. Um, and, you know, obviously being a member of the forum, being a member of Betfair Trading Community, if you've been a member, you'll have seen all the positive examples there are how great this has been, how how much this has been life-changing for some people. But obviously, on the flip side of that, you'll always get people, probably in any industry, if we're honest, right, that the gambling industry, it's just more easy to identify, people who are problem gamblers, people who have an issue with it. And that's something that just needs to be kind of stamped out and gotten rid of straight away. And if you're a person, I mean, if you're already sitting there thinking, I am a problem gambler, then that's definitely a time you need to go, right, let's let's take a step back. Come and talk to me. If you want to talk to me, come and talk to me. Um, you know, and I can talk you through this stuff and we can we can work it out. And if if it's something that can't be worked out, then definitely um you need to sit there and consider should I be trading? Should I be using Betfair? Um, things like that. I mean, for example, I have a close friend um, who who I spend a lot of time with. One of my one of my best friends actually, and he used to work for a bookmaker, and he kind of got into betting, but he doesn't really try and trade for a living. He's never really had that angle, and he's never really he's never really done it properly. You know, and I always feel that there's issues with people who don't kind of set up the kind of structure we have at Betfair Trading Community. If you don't follow a kind of structure yourself, whether you're a member or not, it's still important to follow a structure of trading, a structure of how do you turn this into a profession. But he doesn't do that, you know, and he'll just go and drop loads of money on on a on a bet every now and then. Um and he's not that he's not actually that bad at it because he knows his stuff, you know, he's he's big on his tennis, he likes to do a lot on the tennis. Um but it's it's the kind of thing where he could just lose a few grand and it's like you've got no structure, you've got no plan, this is not a good thing, you know, and I'm always trying to encourage him not to do it. Um and, you know, he's uh I think at one I, I think at one point he had to, you know, use that thing where you don't use Betfair for a while, where you're not allowed to get back onto Betfair. And I think if you've got to that stage where you're having to self-exclude, unless that you can really change your mindset and mentality around your betting or trading, that is probably the moment just to go, I need to call it a day here. You know, and the reality is, the most important thing, and this this is really important, right? So if you only really take in one thing I say today, for me, this is the most important thing. You should love trading. If you're a trader and it's what you do and you want to make a living out of it, you should love trading, right? I've been trading for 17 years, which is over half my life I've been trading on the Betfair Exchange, okay? I've been trading for a seven... I actually started when I was... Six, I don't know how I got away with it, but I was trading on Betfair when I was 16. They, they, I think if you had a debit card, it was just... It was so much easier back then. You know, they didn't do all these checks and ID checks that they do now because they were so new and they weren't as massive a company as they are now, obviously. Um, but yeah, over half my life I've been trading. I love trading. I've always loved trading. I love challenging myself. I love testing myself in the sports markets. I love competition. 
right? When I'm not trading, I'm, I even want to, I even want to be playing tennis or I'm trying to play golf once a month now and just get into that a little bit and even just competing. I like the idea of golf because you compete against yourself more than anything else, or at least I, I will be. Um, but there's kind of this thing of, I like testing myself. I like the challenge. I just love sport. Yeah. So when I used to work, before I became a pro trader, I used to take weeks off when there was events on. So we've got the Euros coming up. I probably would have taken a couple of weeks off from my job to make sure I had those days off. I remember a lot of people who work, uh, who worked when I was young in school and stuff, and I'd be like, oh, are you, are you watching the game? They'd be like, oh, no, I'm working today. And it's like, it always seems such a shame to me that people had to miss out on these events they really wanted to watch because their job held them back. So I kind of set out to to get a job in the end where I could watch whatever the hell I wanted to watch, right? No one was going to restrict me. No one was going to restrain me. If I want to watch England play, I'm going to watch England play. Um, And so I worked hard towards that and I set out a plan. But like I say, when I was working, I used to take those weeks off. I used to actually book holiday, you know, basically a lot of my annual leave for the year, if not all of it, would be based around sports events. Wimbledon was a similar thing. I loved watching Wimbledon. Um, So it's one of those where my passion for trading and sport has just been my life. You know, my dad, if you know my dad, he's on Betfair Trading, absolutely fantastic cricket trader. If you get a chance to chat with him or work with him on the cricket trading thread, then I, I seriously recommend you do if you have any interest in cricket. But anyway, he was a sports journalist, right? It's quite a successful sports journalist. You know, he's on TV, uh, on local TV every night when I was a kid growing up. Um, and, you know, he he instilled, instilled that in me, that kind of um, love for sport. And it's just something I've always taken to, you know, ever since I can remember... I've loved sport. I love loads of different sports. I love watching sport. I love doing sport. I love I love being out and out and about and, and trying out different sports. Even now, you know, I like to try different things and, and get into sport. There's something about it. I don't know what it is. I just love it. I love the competition. I love the feeling of winning. Maybe even sometimes the feeling of losing it. You know, after a day or two, you look back on it and you go, do you know what? Maybe that was good for me. That There's something about sport that I think helps us grow as people. I think it helps us experience some of those emotions that you will feel in life, um, even from a very young age. Because one of the things, one of the things I remember when I was a child, uh, compared to when I'm an adult now, thinking was, my God, when you're a kid, no one really tells you what life's going to be like, right? There's that line, if you like friends, um, which is obviously a classic show from the 90s there's that line in the opening song that's like you know no one told you life was gonna be this way and I think that's such a brilliant portrayal of of childhood to adulthood where we spend so much of our time and I do it as a parent as well you know showing our children how fantastic life is how brilliant everything is you know they just they have such a good life you know i i feel like a lot of children have such a good obviously not everyone don't get me wrong some people have terrible upbringing but if you have a decent upbringing you know you're protected so much from the real world and then you hit adult life and you're like blimey this is hard nothing comes for free a lot of people are working jobs most people probably working jobs they hate 
doing things they would they couldn't imagine doing in their free time. I mean, the way you kind of had to grovel to bosses and things, that concept to me as a child was just insane. I would never have done that. And then when you're an adult, hey, if you want to keep your job, if you want to keep your house, you're going to have to grovel to your boss. I hated that. It was horrible. Because I'd never do that in my personal life. I wouldn't grovel to any. I was never the type to sort of suck up to the, you know, the popular kids or or try and get in with people I thought were cool. Do you know, things like that. I always, my kind of attitude was, you know, if you have to do that to be friends with someone, or you have to do that to have a relationship with someone, then, you know, F them. You don't need them. Uh, you're better than that. But that's kind of where a lot of my my feelings towards trading came in where trading became this this career goal if i could achieve it i knew would be exactly what i wanted and that's why i spend so much time trading i spend so much time working with people in trading now on betfair trading community it's that passion it's that love it's that design like i say if you take one thing away from this i want it to be that you should feel that way right you don't have to have as deep a love as i do but if you don't like trading, if you don't love what you're doing, this isn't for you, right? And I want to say that because I don't want people to, you know, trade for a while knowing that they're hating what they're doing or, you know, just going down a really bad path and still putting money on. And it's like, if you feel that way, you shouldn't be putting money on. You probably shouldn't be trading at all. But if you are, you know, do it with no money. Don't, don't, risk any money because the thing is if you don't enjoy training if you don't have any love for it if you don't have any love for sport if you don't have the love for the game then what happens when you have a losing day right because everyone has a losing day no matter how good a trader you are any trader in the world that you've watched or whatever on youtube any other trader trust me they all have losing days they'll have plenty of them right Profitable traders have a lot of losing days. Anyone who tells you they don't is a liar. And, and that's the moment you go, okay, I'm not listening to you anymore. Any trader who tries to claim they don't have losing days, that's the moment you go, okay, I know you're full of BS, right? And I think one of the things people have really responded to well on our podcasts and videos, etc., is the fact that we're quite open about all this stuff. And a lot of traders aren't, right? A lot of traders are quite guided. You know, I've seen quite a lot of these traders and some of the BS they spout is unbelievable. And I think I love the fact that people come to me on a weekly basis, say, Martin, I love, I love your podcasts, I love your videos. And the reason I love them is because there's just no filter, there's no BS, you just tell it how it is. Um, and I think that's so important. But like I say, you have to have a love for this game if you're in the game. And I feel like some people fall out of love with it and they're still trading, they're still putting their money on. And I think, well, what happens when you have a bad losing day? Well, I'll tell you what happens. You're going to get down. You're going to get depressed. Um, and I think one of, the th one of the reasons, one of the kind of signs to look out for, actually, if this is a problem for you, is if you're not enjoying it and you have a bad day and it makes you really depressed, that's a warning sign, right? That depression might not feel healthy. It's actually quite a healthy emotion to have because it's actually saying to you, hey, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this isn't for you. And it won't be for everyone. This is the thing. Um, I had a discussion with someone the other day on YouTube and they were saying, well, Martin, you improve traders, right? That's what you do. 
and we know that most traders lose money. So, you know, can you turn everyone into a winning trader? Someone was asking me about that and I said, I can improve every trader. That's one thing I know I can do. Now, can I turn you into a winning trader? Well, some of that stuff's on you, right? So I can't say that you will become a winning trader because I don't know your mentality, your discipline. I don't know how well you can apply what I'm teaching you. I don't know how well you can follow guidelines or follow strategies and learn to create your own strategies yourself in the long run. I don't know that stuff. So it's impossible for me to say. And I think that's one of the key things to remember here is that I, I've had examples where I've given two traders, right? Imagine two different traders. I've given them the exact same advice, the exact same selections, the exact same strategies. And one could go on to be a pro. And this, this has happened. One can go on to be a pro trader. And one could be quit trading in two months because they've lost loads of money. And it's like, how do you get such a, a wide gap between these two traders when they've had the exact same experience given to them? The truth is, everyone's different. Everyone applies things differently. Some people will not follow rules. You know, I know one of the things that frustrates my dad, and he's always talking to me about it, is when he, he gives someone a trade, and it's a, it's a gold trade, but they don't, they don't enter at the right moment. They don't get in the market at the right time. They wait. Then they get in at a worse price later on. Then they don't exit when they're told to because they got in at a worse price. So they exit at the wrong price and they end up losing money on a winning trade. And I know that that can be infuriating. If you're giving out good advice and then someone comes back to you moaning that they lost money and you're thinking, how the hell did you lose money? This was a winning trade. But that is how easy it is, right? Because people, what I know for a fact, people will not follow what you say. Most people probably will not actually do what you say. The amount of people I say, don't put money on to start with, test your strategy. Well, how many people come to me and a week and say, oh Martin, I've lost money on this strategy I was testing. It's like, how? You've literally not tested it at all and you're putting money straight on. That's, if you actually followed my advice, it would be impossible to lose money. Right. Because I say don't put money on when you're testing. So it's things like that that can be can be warning signs. And you, you can kind of see that traders can have very different experiences on the same platform. Um, you know, so it's really interesting to me. And I, I kind of think if you're one of those people and you're kind of sitting there thinking, is this for me? The first question you ask is love. Do you love Betfair trading? Right. Yes or no? Do you love Betfair trading? If you're somewhere in the middle, where did it start? Why did you start trading? Right? Because the thing is, I play, let's take it out of trading. Let's look at a different thing to kind of give an example of what I mean. I play tennis, right? I played for teams locally. I played first division tennis. I got to a good standard. But then... I realized something in that. I wasn't enjoying it. The higher I got, the, the, the higher standard I was playing, the less I was enjoying it. And I actually had to take a step back and go, why do I play tennis? Why did I start playing? I played it to have fun. I, I played it to enjoy myself, partly to get fit as well. And I thought, 
hang on, why, why am I not enjoying it? And I realised I got too caught up in my head. I got too caught up in teams and team selections and all these things. All the politics that can go around a simple sport like tennis. You know, all the committee guys and the, the kind of people that I can't stand. <laughs> and, and all that stuff where it's like, okay, so let's strip that back. Do you love the game of tennis? And I thought, yeah, I do. I do love the game of tennis. I just don't like the politics that surrounds it. So I had to take a step back, work out what I enjoyed, focus more on the enjoyment side. And that's what you can do with trading. If you're not enjoying trading, the first thing you can do is take a step back, go, right, okay, what was I enjoying? Why did I start? Because not many people just start Betfair trading from scratch, right? Either they have a background of betting or... Maybe they used to go into betting shops or they worked. In, you know, there's loads of different reasons you might get into trading. Think about why you started, because a lot of the time it will be from a place of loving what you're doing, wanting to be a trader. Feel that emotion, get that emotion back and start feeling it and go, OK, that was the love emotion. How do I feel that again for this? And I think it will help your trading. I think people who who do get addicted, who go down a bad path, they lose track of that. They don't take a step back. And what I'd say is a lot of the time, it's just simply a case of taking a step back. Take yourself out of the situation for a while and go, okay, do I still love it? I remember in my earlier days of trading when I didn't know where it was going to lead. I didn't know whether I'd become a pro or not. And, and quite often I'd, I'd, take, I'd have to take a step back and go, okay, but why, why do I love this? What happened that made me fall in love? What happened that made me have this immense amount of joy for trading? And when I figured all that stuff out again, suddenly my love for trading was as strong as ever. And sometimes it could just be a case of taking a day off or two days off when things aren't going well. Because I think what happens is when things aren't going well, a lot of people turn around and go, no, I want to trade more and more so that I can improve it. And it's actually sometimes it's good just to take a day off and go, okay, it's not working at the minute. How can I improve it? Let's start thinking about how I can improve it. So what I'd say today is have a think about your love for trading. Do you love Betfair trading? You know, are you enjoying what you're doing? If you're not, is there a way you can find that enjoyment again? And if so, go and find it. If not, if you really don't think you can ever find that enjoyment again, that it's time to walk away. Because you shouldn't be doing this if you don't enjoy it, you know. I do this as a job. I don't love every day that I trade. I don't love every trade. But I do love trading overall. And if you fall out of love with it, you know, I think that's... A, and I get people come to me and say that they've fallen out. And I think, just, just call it a day then. Or just take a step back at least. But whatever you do, don't just carry on doing what you're doing because um that love isn't going to find itself when you have a bad day and you're already feeling down about it that will just make you that will just compound it so much so like i say just really think about what i want you to really think about where you're at today you won't hear this that that's the truth you won't hear this on other trading platforms you won't hear this from other traders because let's face it most of them, if not all, all they're really interested in you is, in, is selling you a product, right? Now, we know of Betfair Trading Community, as long as we sell enough that we can keep ourselves going, 
we can keep the software running, which is where all our expenses go, then we're happy, right? And we, me, Ryan, Adam, we're in a fortunate position where we can come out and be this honest with you guys because we know that, right? We don't need more sales. We don't need this stuff. We just want to help traders. And one of the ways we can help some traders is by going, okay, this has become an issue with you. You know, just watch. I mean, as a guy on the... I watched a documentary the other day with Louis Farouk. I think it was on kind of Vegas and the casinos. And that's a great example. There's a guy there and he goes there every once in a while and just blows a load of money, right? Now, obviously, we're Betfair trading community. We're, we're so much more focused than that that I can't really imagine anyone ever going on Betfair, being part of Betfair trading community and doing that the way he does because... We just so encourage you not to do it. I, d I don't think you'd bother to be a member of Betfair trading community if all you wanted to do was spunk loads of money every now and then. But that's what he does. And, you know, you could see that deep down, he wasn't happy. He wasn't enjoying what he was doing. Um, but obviously he had had a lot of love for it. And so you kind of feel like with that guy, if, if he could just refine that love and take his stakes down I mean he was betting thousands you know on roulette if he could just take his stakes down he might have a really enjoyable weekend you know and he might not go home depressed but he kind of just felt like what the hell um so yeah guys be careful and if you do have if you do have issues with this stuff talk to me and if you do know that you shouldn't really be doing it just call it a day like I say we're in a fortunate position we can just be that honest with you guys we don't have to we don't even have to mention this stuff, which is why you won't see a lot of traders mention it. Because we're not a gambling platform. You know, we're not Betfair. We're not Bet365. Those guys have to be really careful and try and help you help problem gamblers out. We don't have to do that. We're doing this out of a genuine place of wanting to help people. And that's what Betfair training community has always been about. So if that is an issue you have, um, like I say, a bit more of a somber podcast today but I think one that needs to be done every now and then just to kind of give people a reality check and go you know because this has fulfilled the dreams right Betfair trading has fulfilled the dreams of so many of our traders but it's important to remember that it just won't work for everyone not everyone will be a professional Betfair trader and I believe I believe deep down that everyone can become one if they really work hard enough and follow the advice properly but also I know that a lot of people won't change. A lot of people won't do what I tell them to. And that's fine. It's your life. You can do what you want. But notice the signs. Notice the warning signs. And if that is something you've got an issue with and you're not willing to change and you can't change, then do something else. You know, there's a whole life out there of a million things you could do with your life. Um, but anyway, I'll be back again soon with a, with another podcast, hopefully a more upbeat podcast than next time, I imagine. Pretty sure it will be. Um, but yeah, I hope you appreciate this. I hope you appreciate the honesty and, and the truth behind all this stuff because we really pride ourselves on it. And we're so thankful that, like I say, we get so many messages from people just thanking us for our honesty and providing something that no one else there provides. You know, no one else out there has this honesty and, and provides the way we do. Um, so, you know, we're thankful that you can see that and that you're grateful for it. And we're, we're so grateful for you guys. That's the most important thing. You are the guys that make BTC. Without you, we're nothing. So thank you, guys. We love you all so much. 
We hope you love trading, and if not, find your love for trading, and if you can't, pack it in. All right, guys, I'll speak to you soon.